was the immediate backlash concerning the Art Briles photo drop, coupled by an uneven performance on offense, such a big deal that just two games into a season that should be serving as a springboard into the SEC in 2024, the University of Oklahoma should remove offensive coordinator Jeff Levy from the Sooners football staff? Personally, I'm going to go with no, it isn't. Levy on Monday took responsibility for the distraction that Bryles being photographed on the field at Gaylord Memorial Stadium caused following OU's win over SMU Saturday night. He apologized for the uproar that it caused and vowed that it wouldn't happen again. Now, whether or not that's good enough to move past the incident is a personal decision for each of us. But it's good enough for me. If you're among those in the Oklahoma fan base that isn't ready to move past the incident and instead plan to continue calling for Levy to be fired, that's your prerogative. That is the last you will hear of the subject on Hall of Fame college football, however, at least until there's more news to report on the incident. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Hall of Fame College Football. I'm your host, Jason Watkins, and if you love college football, you're definitely in the right place. So before you forget, smash that red subscriber button, like our videos, and don't forget to ring the bell so you don't miss one moment of the Hall of Fame College Football Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are about to get in to... Uh, Quite a bit of things tonight. Going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Oklahoma after that kind of uneven performance there uh, going up against SMU over the weekend. We got to talk a lot about Texas. Uh, Texas going in and getting a win over Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Big-time performance by Quinn Ewers and, and, and that Texas team that, hey, man, we've gotten used to seeing them kind of come up short in these situations. They didn't do it this weekend. Uh, we'll also get into a little bit of uh, what kind of seems like, I don't know, piggybacking off of off of these programs that you want to trash all the time for the Big 12. Also, we'll be talking a little bit about mediocre Mike Gundy and his, uh, yeah, his decision to not name a starter probably even by the time Big 12 rolls around. We'll get into that and a few other things. I want to bring onto the show a couple of uh, my favorite creators out here. Uh, you know, as usual, guys, we're always bringing you guys top level creators. Starting off with K. Chris of the Horns Down podcast, not to mention Nino. <laughs> yeah, keep them horns up, Chris. <laughs> we got Nino from Nino's Corner, man. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Nino, glad to have you on, man. Hey man, appreciate it, bro. Uh, what's up, my man? How you been? Oh man, I've been great, man. Been blessed, been great. I see that you Good brought girl. this 
since you brought this Texas whore on this on this channel, <laughs> his, uh, his, his victory lap around. <laughs> you brought this winner back on this channel. That's what it is. It looks I'm like he brought a bunch of a lot of brought a bunch of Texas folks with him. So we're gonna have some fun inside. Looks like there's probably gonna be some fun inside the comment section too. Uh, you know, keep it light, folks. Keep it light. <laughs> but we'll have fun with it either way. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Stephen G. Uh, Carson Carpenter, Hank, of course, as usual. Hey, man, I can't wait for the Texas versus OU either, Carson. Wilkerson, glad to see you back in here. Of course, we got Nino in here saying hook him already. Already, already. I'm just going to throw my horns down real quick, too. <laughs> <laughs> so just so we got to get that out of there. Hey, and uh, JC Land, thanks to uh, – glad to have you guys in here, Brian. Uh, thanks for everybody coming in. Hey. Make sure you and I did steal this from you, Nino. But wipe your damn feet before you come in this house. Hit that like <laughs> button. Uh, yeah, I got that off of there one night. I loved it. I thought I would laugh pretty hard on that. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. All right. Widen the panels. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Widen those panels, man. You got all, all up in our in our business and stuff. They can see what I have for breakfast this morning, man. Oh man. Calm your nerves, there, kid. Chicken <laughs> between my teeth. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, you know. yeah, yeah. I thought she was just pretty enough, bro. That's what I was thinking. Damn, but okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We need some OU YouTuber and you know to have a bet for the Red River. Oh, I'm sure we can handle that. I'm sure we can handle that. Yeah. yeah um, probably going to have the coach in here in just a bit. He's at football practice as well uh, and could end up with Coop and, and Jay in here. We'll just gang all up on him. So it'll be all kinds of fun. But, hey, he's he's kind of used to it anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's jump right into that first before, you know, because we don't have to get into this Levy stuff right away. You know, talk to us about what you saw from your Longhorns this weekend out in Tuscaloosa. You were, of course, at the ball game. Uh, yeah, what man. were you most impressed with? What was it that, that really did it for you? I thought the teams were going to be evenly matched when it comes to being physical. Right. And I was surprised that Texas was way more physical than Alabama. And I don't even think it was even close, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. You know, I made the uh, I made the comment last week that whichever team's defensive line, especially on the interior, would abuse the opposing team's interior offensive line, which I thought was a weakness for both teams. That team was going to win the game pretty easily. Uh, but Texas's entire defensive front manhandled Alabama's, you know, offensive line, which I was very shocked to see them do it that way. Um, Alabama couldn't get any pressure on Quinn. Quinn had a clean pocket all night. Um, Texas was, you know, bringing pressure, you know, on uh, Jalen pretty much all night with three or four people. So it allowed Texas to, you know, let the linebackers and safeties just kind of do their thing, man. So it was a it was a great game plan by uh, PK. I was happy for, you know, PK because there's a lot of, you know, stuff going around basically saying that this defense wasn't anything until Gary Patterson got there. And now, look, we don't have Gary Patterson, so what's the excuse now, right? So get him right, right. flowers. Give him his flowers. PK's a hell of a DC. Um, yeah, I was surprised by that. And then Quinn just being consistent. You know, it's, 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 it's almost like, Quinn hasn't been the most consistent, but maybe he's finally starting to come into his own right now. And then also Sark has to kind of learn him as well. So I thought Sark finally opened up the playbook for him and Quinn's able to absorb the playbook. And he has his playmakers too. You know, last year, you know, like not having Nayer, like that really hurt Texas a lot because it was just the X-Man show, you know, so right. X do everything. 
but now right. bringing in A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell is <laughs> bro. That, that receiver room is stupid. It's sick. So <laughs> you know, so I was I was happy about that because now X Man gets single man coverage, and if he does get yeah. double covered, then guess what? You got A.D. Mitchell to deal with. You got Whittington to deal with. You know, Baxter. I mean, look, I was I was very pleased with just the physicality of the team. That's what I saw the most of too, and I wanted to come to go to Chris about that. But that defensive line, man, it it showed out. It showed out, and I think that that was a question mark for you guys coming in. Wasn't it? Chris, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, yeah, it showed out. Um, <laughs> that's hard to say, ain't it? Here's here's <laughs> what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. It's it's very reminiscent of Oklahoma when they went to Ohio State and uh, and beat them. That's 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 very that's what this win is very reminiscent of. It's it's one of those things. I think I think I can speak for Nick on this, saying that it's a great win for the program, and it kind of validates what we're trying to do, similar to what OU was doing that year. Still, some questions uh, on both sides of the ball that still need to be answered as far as just consistency purpose. Uh, as, as, if we're talking about consistency. But that night right there, y'all showed up and y'all showed out and y'all did what I'm a, I'm going to be honest, only the people in your fan base thought that you can do, you know, I, and, and I'm, I mean, I, I didn't really see you guys going down there and being more physical or this and that. But I'll tell I you, mean, I didn't kind of my 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 thing of it is, is this right here is that Alabama is kind of playing with that with the houses. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm big on the kid and I still am. I think he could be great. But at the same time, Alabama is kind of that. They're, they're, they're back in the olden days where they're, they're on that wagon and that one wheel is just, you know, if we can make it, if we can make it the distance, we can make that next 10 miles down the road, then we'll be there in town. But if we can't, then we're going to be on the side of the road. And that's how it feels with Jaden Milrow. Um, Jaden Milrow uh, takes a lot of cover. If you watch the first game and watch the even go back, he holds the ball a little bit too long. Obviously, it's there's, there's a problem with reading coverages. And I don't necessarily even know if I can blame it on the offensive line more so. And this is not me taking away anything from the performance, Nick. This is just me being honest about Bama. I don't necessarily know if it was more the Alabama offensive line for him taking coverage sacks. Or when he's throwing, let's just be honest with you, outside of the secondary did nothing spectacular. I mean, obviously there was pressure on him, but the secondary, the secondary did nothing spectacular. What it was is the fact that you guys were playing the perfect coverage, and then he's just throwing it, not even looking on the field. He's just expecting his guy to be open. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, Caleb Caleb Downs, let's not forget, you had freshmen all over the field playing that, that night, and you expect Bama freshmen to be elite, which they are. Yeah. But when they're biting on simple RPO fakes and whatever, it just takes away from the offense and the defense. It was just all sorts of problems that you'd see that are not characteristic of a Bama defense or offense early on. I thought that the marriage between Jaden Milrow and 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 uh, Tommy Reese would be perfect, but there's obvious holes in that. But I mean, you got hats off too. You guys had a hell of a night. I can't take anything oh, yeah. away from the win. I just have a, a. I still have some questions about y'all, but I have more questions about Alabama, and that overshadows anything that y'all did. And I think that y'all are off to a great start. Consistency is my biggest thing, but. I mean that 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 offensive line. I, I just don't know who to blame. Is it offensive line or was it Milro? Because you can see Milro was still hesitant to t- throw the ball. He's still hesitant to make mistakes. 
He was. I mean, let's ghost. be real. He's playing like he has a like he has a like somebody's over his shoulder. You know, he's looking over his shoulder. He did have somebody over his damn shoulder all he night. Iron Murphy was Iron Murphy and Sweat were up the middle within the second and a half. He didn't have no time to breathe. No. So I mean, like this is my thing about the freshman comment. So there were none of these excuses when Texas wrote out a true left tackle freshman last year and a true uh, right guard and you know uh, you know freshman and. Quinn Everybody handled it differently, though. That's the thing. Plus, you know, y'all was max protecting an awful lot. Quinn, so let's just Quinn, be real about it. You know, <laughs> look, but Quinn being a freshman too, and yeah, max protect. I think we ran a jumbo package thirteen times a game, so we didn't run it that much. Thirteen times a game is not the majority of the game, but uh, you know, Bama has a six foot five, average three hundred and forty pound offensive line, right? So this big gaudy line uh, that I I told people this, and you can pull my receipts. There was something that Alabama didn't like about that line because they were just trying to throw those numbers out to intimidate people. We've never seen Alabama put numbers out that, oh, my God, we're six foot five, 340 pounds, average weight, 315 pounds in the league. That was all intimidation factor. Look here, Caden Proctor is going to be a great player one day. He's 18 years old. He's six foot six, 365 pounds playing left tackle. To me, I think that's too big. That is way too big. It's, it's that's that's too big. And let's be honest. We talk about guys that have played at Texas and OU, um, you know, like your Savion Birds, right? Um, you know, the Kelvin Banks Juniors and stuff like that. These guys play Texas ball. Texas ball is a lot different than Iowa ball, right? Uh, you know, I can say SEC ball now because we're all going to SEC, right? So SEC ball that where Caden Proctor is going to be living at for the next three years, the recruits that he's playing against and the prospects that he's playing against now coming from Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee, Arkansas, whole lot different prospect than what he's you know playing at in Iowa. Just is what it is. We're not I, look, I'm not I'm not dissing on the state of Iowa, but I'm just talking about football. The best talent is from Texas East. This is what it is. Right. So I think that was a come to Jesus moment for him. I knew this game was going to be special for this defensive line when I saw Middle Tennessee State have a 250 pound linebacker rush the quarterback and put Caden Proctor on his ass. I knew I knew I was like, it's 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 going to be special. It's going to be special Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? And so um, it is what it is. They had two true freshmen starting to give them that Caden Proctor and Caleb Downs. But. Look, we had the same thing last year. It is what it is. We had a left tackle starting who didn't even come in the spring. He came in the in the summer, so he didn't get the spring workout. All right, he got whatever the you know his summer was, and then game two going against Will Anderson. All right, so I don't want to hear no complaints. I, I you, you still Anderson do have to have you still you still hear those complaints <laughs> because stepping back from the uh, even the years, if you go back to the t- uh, to Jay, I mean, excuse me. If you go back to what if you go back and listen to Jance and Ty, yeah, there's plenty of shows that they have together, even in the, when they made the national championship game, or even when they're in the SEC championship game and all the rest of that, and they're winning, blowing people out. They're still saying our offensive line has been a problem for the last three or four, three or four years. But that's development um, then. And I don't know. You said what? That's all development then because yeah, I I I don't know what it is. I mean, they, you know, he's hired a different coach. He hired that coach from um it was either it was Kentucky or somewhere. He hired a new yeah. coach, I think, last year, start the uh start the last uh last season. And you thought that that was gonna be helpful because that guy had went to a lot of places and you know, that's basically what he did. He fixed the offensive line. 
and they still have holes. It's just it's the stars. The they have the stars and all the rest of that, but I don't necessarily know that offensive line isn't that great, but it doesn't help. It 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 will you can mask an offensive line when you have a mobile quarterback, but if your mobile quarterback can't read coverages, it, it, at least that's what it seems from this game. If he can't read coverages, then what the hell is going on? You know, he's not going to be able to mask that for them. I think defensively, Ty said it best. He's like, man, I mean, people are asking, where is Dallas Turner? No, no, ask. Dallas Turner is not playing the same role that Will Anderson played. Yeah, which Brad And well. I'm going to throw out a word that Nino loves, that Nick loves to throw out, transcendent. You know, you have talent over there. Don't get me wrong. Those guys are going to test well at the combine, do all the rest of that and stuff. But just whenever you look on film, you don't necessarily see somebody that's, that, that puts that fear of God in you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it wasn't necessarily – they didn't really have a great pass rush. They didn't really have a great day that day. So well, I think our line was – man, look, we couldn't run the ball at all, uh-huh. it, which, which is something that, you know, I want to bring up too. Um, we couldn't run on the interior. We did pretty well on the outside, you know, reads. But I tell you what, just running up the middle, we had problems initially. I think DJ Campbell was was still trying to get his feet wet in that first half. The second half, it was a wrap. I mean, he he was he was a monster in that second half, blocking two people in the end zone. I mean, choke slamming people. Like he was being nasty, DJ Campbell. What you know, like what Texas wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas ran the ball really well in the second half. I mean, the last seven and a half minutes, you know, Alabama didn't get the ball back. We got the ball, you know, with with seven twelve left in the game, and we just ran down their throat six straight times, first down, first down, first down. And that was Alabama's time to actually stop us and get the ball back. And I thought I was like, look, we're going to run it three times. It's going to be a three and out because they're going to be ready for it. And we just yeah. gashed them, right? And so that line just pushed them like crazy. Um I was Look. most impressed with that part of the game. When you get down there and you guys had taken the two-score lead, then they and that's around that 14-minute mark, fourth quarter, and then they come down and score pretty much right away. And, and I was we like, score right it's again. not over yet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, hit them again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. The, <laughs> the separation. We see them come apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, se- the separation came off of really, off of really three plays – the interceptions that he threw, and then obviously um, uh, Bama not getting the benefit of the doubt with that that fumble, with that, well the almost fumble with uh, what was his name, uh, J.T. Sanders. Yeah, but you know, honestly, I don't even think it mattered because Texas got the ball back. You know, I think you know, I think uh, Jordan. Well, the position the of the ball, it would have been further than just third and what was it, third and eight or whatever. There was a no, 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 no. He got a first down and fumbled. Right, and so you know, Jordan, he got the ball and it was still a first down. He fumbled mm-hmm. it, you know, like actually later down. Yeah, so I think like JT got, it, I think he caught it, you know, for like twenty four yards or something like that. He fumbled the ball supposedly, but he didn't fumble the ball. He was down, you know, and you know, Jordan, you know, like. Yeah, I think it was Jordan that got the ball. Yeah. So, honestly, that wouldn't have mattered. The thing that really got me was um, I just I just thought Bama would have been more physical, especially at home. I'm just being honest with you. Especially – and there's no excuses that they didn't know or wasn't expecting Texas to play this well. We played them last year. I, you know, like you felt our physicalness last year, right? We were physical last year. Um, we were younger last year, so of course we're going to be a little bit hungrier. 
Um, Alabama's returning a lot of talent on this team this year. And that offensive line, you know, I want to get on that is every player on that offensive line from left tackle to right tackle was either number one or number two player at their position in their class. Right. So Caden Proctor's number one tackle in the country this year. I mean, just 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 go down the line. Number one and number two, anybody in the country would love to have that offensive line. If I told you here's Alabama's offensive line, every every team in the country would be like, give him here. Give him here. I got him. Yeah, I can make it work. You know, so look, man. Well, that's where they would that's where they went to work when he got there. Right. Yeah. That's where they went to work on that O line when he got there. That was, that was something that everybody's talked about that that's what you had to do at Texas was yeah. to actually work on that was what that's what Sark did. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff that they were talking about with the, you know, your last coach was, hey, we weren't, we weren't even getting these guys. No. And so when all. you go in and you first thing you do is build up the NIL there, it's a smart move because yeah. you know going into the SEC, you got to work the trenches. And this is what OU and Texas are both doing. You know, I think the biggest thing, and, and look, man, that's, it's going to make me puke if I talk too much nice about, about Texas. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is this when you start looking at, what what I saw the other night is that freaking bullshit narrative that's been out there a lot now about OU and Texas aren't going to be ready for this SEC. I don't want to hear it anymore because you just, you know, when Texas goes in and takes them out in their own place, and guys, everybody in there thinking that they're going to lose three or four games at Alabama, I'm doubting that. Mm-hmm. I don't I see it. Two or three times. Who the hell is going to beat them in the West? Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust LSU and Brian Kelly. I don't trust – you damn sure can't trust Ole Miss – can't trust him. Arkansas is gonna be hit 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 or miss. I mean, we're gonna get everybody's best best effort. Nick, I, I hope that and I, I think hope you that, go into it and it's tough, yeah. right? The first season they got they got both of them loaded up. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, I was just gonna say, I, I hope that we can we can at least agree on this. We can put let bygones be bygones and agree on this right What's here. That? Both OU and Texas have had success against the SEC as re- as of recent. Now, there's been games where we've gotten beaten, we've gotten dogged, we've gotten blown out. I get that on every type of stage. But there's also been times where even with those defenses that were atrocious, even with those defenses that were mediocre or mid-tier, even with some deficiencies at quarterback or what, whatever, we went in there and won our fair share of games more than we've lost as of recent to – these SEC teams. And I mean, it, it dates back. I mean, I, I go back to hell kind of really wanted the turning of the pages for us was whenever we beat Auburn in that game um, the year before we went to the playoffs the next year. We yeah. had Nixon and P Ryan, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah Jason, but, but what I'm saying is, is that I, I feel that now with the level of recruiting that we're getting, paying attention to the trenches and all the rest of that stuff, I think going into the SEC, you're you're built to have success from from the get-go the only thing that i want to counter on that chris is it was a good win by texas mm-hmm. love my team great win but yeah. we have been planning for that game for six months now yeah right you know so it's we had, it look so good against rice because they were just playing yeah you know, rice was just we're going to out talent you it is what it is right and then yeah. let's be honest we just saw what rice did to u of h you know is is Rice going to be a horrible team this year? No. You know, uh, you know, Rice just put it on U of H, right? It, it was a it was a massacre, to be honest with you. So, um, but the thing about the SEC that I think both Texas and OU are going to have to worry about, and not just worry about, but that Bama game is going to be every weekend. 
yeah. every weekend, you know, and, and, and it might not be the talent, but man, Chris, it's different with the atmosphere, the crowd. It's it's different. Man, it, it's, that's it's different. that's that's cool and all, but I mean, come on, man. Like we play similar teams to those to, to, to some of those teams no to the doubt. lower tier teams. What, Kentucky what team? going to Kentucky, there's no difference except there's more fans that are gonna be allowed at the game. It's no, no different. Well, I'm not Kentucky talking about just Kentucky, game. but look here. Let's say, for instance, you get a what team in the they Big Twelve? Let's be honest. What team in the Big Twelve has more talent than LSU besides us and, and you know you know you know and you guys? Hmm. What team in the Big Twelve has more talent than Ole Miss? Mm. It's not many. It's not many. I, I, I honestly, none. It's probably not even. No. None. No. What team in the talent Big Twelve? Wise, no. 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 Uh-uh. What team in the Big Twelve? Let's be honest. Has more talent than Texas AM. All they're missing is coaching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Texas AM is going to be playing for a national championship next year if they, if they got coaching. They got all the talent. You know, the, you know, next year's their year mm-hmm. if they bring in the right coach. But it's not mm-hmm. going to happen because Jimbo's going to win seven games this year and they're going to keep him along because they can't afford to fire him. Yeah. So thank you, Texas AM, and thank you, Jimbo, for. Hopefully, winning seven games this year and keep. I'm not sure that they can they they can afford to not fire him. Yeah, I don't see how you can afford not to. They, I mean, if if Notre Dame could pay freaking Charlie Weiss until like last year, you know what I mean? I mean, you find a way to do it because you got to get somebody in there. Big brothers are coming back to town and they're gonna start working that ass, and it's not gonna work for them, man. They they got to try to do something, even though it's probably not gonna matter. But in the end, I don't see how you can keep him around because you know one more loss. And all facades of freaking Petrino calling that offense is off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah off. It is. It is. Nick, we'll we'll test your theory out next year because obviously we got LSU and Bama on the schedule next year. Yeah. So in between, obviously, we have the, you know, Missouri and Tennessee and all the rest. So I mean, we got the we got all of them. Y'all have a I, this is not a slight, y'all have a lighter SEC schedule, but we're gonna test your theory to see when y'all are playing Kentucky and Mississippi State. Uh, let me see the schedule games. real quick. Let me see 2024 Texas schedule. Yeah, I mean, let's let's it's see if your the theory holds up. Used, but <laughs> but huh? Florida, I think that second season probably will <laughs> well, be. Well, right? okay, so okay, so we got Michigan, uh uh Oklahoma, Arkansas. Are you really going to say Michigan? Yeah, Florida. Not, don't say Michigan, bro. Come hold on, on. Hold on. We got, we got Michigan, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi State, A&M, and Vanderbilt. So, yeah, we got Georgia. Okay, so outside of A&M and Georgia, the other teams, and, and don't Arkansas. put Michigan in there. What's I ain't going to say Arkansas because KJ is going to be gone. We got <laughs> you guys and we got Michigan. That's what I'm saying. And Florida at home, right? We got Florida at – yeah. Yeah. DJ Lagway ain't gonna be ready to do shit yet. Don't it's you got Vanderbilt? Hell. I'm gonna tell you it. Look at me. I'm gonna tell you, man. That Georgia <laughs> game. Oh, that Georgia game. <laughs> hey, hey, he gotta go to the Georgia game because he's sitting there like, oh no, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me see y'all's schedule. Let me see y'all's schedule. Y'all playing with y'all, me big. Y'all playing Missouri. I don't want to hear that, man. It's I don't hear that. that was going to be an every year game, apparently. But <laughs> you also get Alabama, you get South Carolina. They're trash. Yeah, but then you, you got to go on the road to LSU and Auburn. It's weird things happen down on the plains. On, you man, Auburn. That. What was the final score that Auburn game yesterday? 14 to 10. Man, I want to hit shit about Auburn right That's now. That's not the point. You just said. <laughs> 
all i know is this it we're gonna find out what they look like going through that gauntlet first year and it's gonna be and it's not gonna get easier because then they, they, i think essentially they're gonna have to go to that six three three after that and that's just assuming that they don't expand anymore because mm-hmm. i don't know who they, i mean we're gonna see what happens with the acc but I, i'm excited about it man i i, I feel like one thing, let's jump into this real quick. This rah rah Big 12 stuff. How did you feel about that love from Brett Yormark man, and the Big 12? Man? man, I wish I could curse, curse, but I ain't gonna curse, curse on your show like that. I mean, hey. you can say what you want. Is nah, I mean, man, no. look here. <laughs> hey, man, we ain't your friend, Brett. We ain't your friend. This is where Texas and OU coming together. We like Bloods and Chris right now with our flags way together. We ain't your friend, though. Hey, no, 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 Nick, Nick, Nick. We like Snoop at the uh, at the '94 Source Awards. Y'all ain't got no love for the West Coast. You ain't got no love. love. You ain't got no love for the two teams that bring out the money for your conference. No, they don't. No, they don't. Except for when it matters. You know, like. Yeah, when there's the only three in the top 25. Then they posted that out there. Uh, oh what two, last week no. or whatever. And then no. what do they do? They they're trolling on Bama with he you tra- guys. I was laughing. I was like, "Oh, isn't that?" He's like, "Come on, man, Brett. Isn't we ain't your sweet. friend." I'm gonna tell you what got me. Right? <laughs> Let me tell you what got me. After week one, they want to put out that number. I guess the T. What do they say? I guess the Big Twelve ain't too bad. You know, showing seven point eight million views. TCU versus Colorado. I heard you up and retweeted and said they tuned in to watch Dion, not you. <laughs> Right. There's Nobody a reason why TCU all last year when they were on their way to the damn championship game. There's a reason why Dion uh having a one in eleven team from last year played Nebraska, and that was the second most watched game in the country this past weekend because it was yeah. Dion there, man. Anybody want to watch no damn Nebraska and Colorado? Is they want to watch Dion and what he's doing with their team? All right. So come on, man. Come on, Brett. Make it out of here. I'm tired I, of that dude, man. We ain't your it's friend. It's cute. It's cute. And then all that rah-rah <laughs> oh, posting. Yeah. And all that tragedy was saying before that, you know, talking about how, oh, well, Texas they haven't Texas. carried the conference in recruiting. They yeah. haven't even been in the in the championship game in a while. Yeah. It's been two years since since Oklahoma won six in a row. It's just, so it, what it, are we it, even talking about? It dude's a joke, man. He's yeah. a joke, yeah. man. Get out of here. And then all man. that stuff with the tech stuff, man. And yeah. that, that probably tech goes in gags in freaking and freaking Wyoming. <laughs> Of all places, Wyoming. And it look, it's going to show the difference in talent. And I'm a group OU in this, too. It's going to show the difference in talent between Texas and OU and the rest of them dumbass teams. When Texas Tech gets whooped by Wyoming, and we're going to thrash their ass on Saturday. Believe that. Oh, we're going to put it on them. We're going to put it on them on and Saturday. That, do you get them at home or are you on the road? We got them at home. We're going to put them We're going to put them on so bad, Art's going to get to play in that game. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put it on them on Saturday. It's going to be no, a mess. We're going to love you when you're gone from the Big 12, Timothy says. I get it, bro. I get it. But now, um, the, See, that, and that's the thing is that OU, OU and Texas both have to uh, You get past this, this third game, Tulsa and Wyoming. Obviously, the focus <laughs> is don't trip up these next two weeks. Yeah. Don't trip up. Don't but, trip up. And, and, and I'll be and in Cincinnati for that first. That, I'll be out there uh, in Cincinnati for that first one. I'm going out to check it out because we're going to, since they're supposedly so good, I don't see it, but we're going to find yeah. out. We're going to find out about that, and then obviously y'all go to Baylor. I ain't worried about Baylor. Which I mean that yeah, that, I mean y'all should be good, but you know weird things happen down there. I ain't worried about Baylor. 
And then obviously Kansas comes. The cult of liable to come and get y'all asses, man. <laughs> but but Nick, Nick, that's my question to you. That's my yeah. question. Whenever y'all start playing uh, playing teams with better quarterbacks, play teams with. Well, that ain't gonna be Baylor. No, obviously not them. Them. But what I'm saying is, is when you play, can I just say this? Do I think do I think Jaden Milrow has a higher potential, higher ups has more potential, has a higher upside, uh, and and just raw more raw it's talent strange. than like a Dylan Gabriel or or Jaden Jaden Daniels? Probably so. I could say that. But those two put it all together. I mean, those two have it all together at least for right now. So my question is: Is how do you feel whenever y'all go up against a team with a better with better quarterback play? Somebody can actually read coverage. Look here, man. I ain't giving Milro no excuses. This is third year in college. Look, though, it's your third year in college, man. I ain't giving no excuses. Yeah. It is what it is. Fair it ain't enough. my fault that you went with your first read every play and you got picked twice because you stared down your receiver. I get it. That's uh, fair. You know, Milro, this is your third year. You know, uh, we were pissing on Quinn last year after his first year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, look, man, you know, look, I'm a Milro fan. I remember watching him in high school. He was committed to Texas. Um, he's a special player. He is. And he wanted to tuck it down and run a lot that game. They just contained him. I mean, they just <laughs> contained him. They they stopped him from doing what he wanted to do. And when you take an electric player like that, when you take his best asset away from him and then tell him <clears> to limit, you know, like basically limit him and tell him to do what he's really not that comfortable with, that's like telling Quinn to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. like saying Quinn, you can't pass no more. Oh, run it down. Yeah, right. man. So look real quick, let me welcome to the show. Uh welcome in my co-host, the coach Philip Royball, along with our boy from Unfair Sports, Coop. What's up, Coop? Welcome to the show, What's gentlemen. Guys? What's going on, man? What y'all you doing, man? What's up? Doing yeah, great, man. Nice and happy. Everybody's all happy up in here to see the coach and Coop. Uh uh, they've been we, they've all been busting on uh, on on Nino here a little bit, you know. So, <laughs> hey, uh, just wanted to introduce you, Coach Two Nino. Uh, this is Nino's corner. He uh, is a Texas creator. Obviously, they're excited about about their weekend win over Bama. Uh, yeah, hey, it's a big win. It's a big win. Uh, we're gonna get into talking a little bit about some of this other stuff too. Uh, yeah, you you were mistaken, Nino, for Jay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell Jay. I'm gonna tell Jay. I'm gonna give him a text. Like, hey man, somebody think I'm gonna be Jay. Uh, he was supposed to be in here at some point too, but we'll see. But uh yeah, thanks a lot for, for popping in. Folks, we got 54 people in the stream right now. Like I it, hope like everybody's hitting that damn like button. I hope everybody's hitting that like button. Did you wipe your feet when you came in? <laughs> it's very important that you wipe your feet when you come in, gentlemen. 52 people in the stream. Appreciate everybody being in here as well. But uh, if you uh, would like to support the show, man, we got 17 likes with 52 people in here. Come on now. They ain't wiping their feet, you know. They ain't wiping their feet, man. Mm-hmm. Wipe your feet before you come in the house, bro. Take the shoes <laughs> off before well, you come in the house, like, man. At least, at least dislike it if you don't. Do something. Do something. Yeah. Get do something. something. Come on. Get some, get, you got some interaction. Get algorithm working for us now. Come on. Throw the ball. Hey, don't get watch. sacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Nino, I, I, I like what you were I like what you were saying right away though, because I mean we kind of saw it in our game too. We bring out uh we bring out Jackson Arnold to run the belldozer. 
Yeah. And that's like, hey, man, I know you got all the arm talent in the world and was Gatorade Player of the Year. Hey, I wasn't we a fan feel- of that either, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Probably. so. I mean, it. You know, it's 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 funny because you know when you see a quarterback scram, you know, scram. You saw Tom Brady ever run for anything. Everybody's like, holy hell, Tom Brady just took off out the pocket. Peyton Manning, same thing. Yeah. I mean, oh man, Peyton, Peyton Manning. Oh goodness gracious! But yeah, it, it's just. You know, I see what you say about Jalen Milrow, not, you know, three years and you still can't, you still can't process like, come on, man. Like, you know, last week, or I guess this week, he looked about as bad as he did last year when he came in. And then everybody was like, oh, well, it's Jalen Milrow's running uh, Bryce Young's offense. I just think Jalen Milrow can't throw. It's first read and then take off or just. Tossing the stands. He has a pretty deep ball, though. I ain't going to lie. His deep ball it is something serious, but it's everything else. <laughs> well, but, and, and you but, know, but, 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 you know, he's not going to be able to throw many deep balls because that offensive line from Alabama completely stuck in the ball game. They're yeah. as bad, they're as bad as I've ever seen Alabama in their offensive line. And, and their quarterback play is horrendous. And, and the thing is, guys, they don't have anybody in the room to step yeah. up and 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 help, but but their line play was forward. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that's uh, how much did that have to do though with that the the way that D line looked on the Texas side? Hey, they got after their asses all day. That was the thing that surprised me the most about that football game was that that physicality was coming not from Alabama; it was coming from Texas. So, which is wild to me. Awkward to say. But, yeah. Yes, and and Texas guys, we, we we've never said Texas is not talented. They they're they're as talented as anybody in the country, but yeah. they never put it together. And yeah. and now did they, did they get after Alabama's ass? Absolutely, they got after their ass. But I'm still not convinced that Alabama's not very good, and I'm not sure that Texas is as good as as we saw. Uh, I think everybody's. There's still I'm a lot not convinced. of convinced. It's week two, no. man. There's a lot of time left in this time. There's a lot you got to. I agree. I think I agree. everybody, everybody here would would say that, and that includes. Hey, look, we're just. I mean, the first thing on this list of things to talk about was Jeff Levy. He's under fire right now. You know, not just for the. You know, like I said, we're not going to talk about the whole thing with Art Bryles. I don't really care to. Uh, I think it's kind of stupid the whole thing, but I'm going to say here. Yeah, I'm going to say that. The way that the game was called, you can complain about it if you want to. And I wasn't happy about seeing – I don't want him diving into the freaking line like that. If you want him to run, let him run. But I don't want him diving into the line on fourth and one. I just don't want to see that. Yeah. But I also feel like you want to see some more aggression, don't you? I mean, that's something that we talked about. And and he even said yesterday in his presser that it was time to get that done. And and that's that's my whole feeling is that obviously they look great in week one. They played a better football team than a lot of people are going to give credit for. SMU, you know, they got a good quarterback. That, but defensively, they looked fine. But as soon as, you know, it started to look close, then, of course, you know, they, you know, turn on the gears. And that kind of pisses people off. You know, Coop, what are you thinking about the way that what we saw from Saturday? Because it seemed – I remember you saying in the group chat, why are they forcing this damn run? I mean, that's what it looks like. It, uh, um, again, when when you talk to the people that you know 
I talk to, we talk to, Chris talks to, stuff like that. The, the, the common denominator is that Sawchuck is still not healthy. Um, I think that uh, Javante hasn't got the nimbleness back in. Um, you know, sometimes when you watch Trey Sermon run when he was on OU, it's like Trey Sermon didn't really know how to do a jump cut. I mean, if, if, the, if the hole opened up, he was going to take it and he could, you know, he could lead somebody into an angle and then break it the other way or something. And that's kind of like mm-hmm. Javante. And, um, and then, you know, Tawi Walker, he showed a little bit more, like, you know, he had a little jump cut in there. Um, but it, it's, you know, you take someone like if you, if you toss a 35 yard bomb down the field and then they bring it down, like people get pumped up, but it doesn't gut you like a 35 yard run does. Like when you get a 35 yard run, it's like almost like an entire, you know, group of the uh, defense just failed. <clears throat> and it, it was, it, it just felt like, Levy was like, you know what? We're going to run it right between the tackles. We're going to keep it going. There was not one pass downfield. Um, you know, there were more pass interferences called in week one than they threw passes in week two, um, you know, past, uh, you know, 15 yards. And so um, in going back and watching it, a lot of it's on Levy, but a lot of it's on DG too. Uh, he did not take I'm advantage of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't. I mean, and again, you got to, if you're Brent as the CEO, as the head coach, you got to walk over and just be like, the hell's going on here. But I think that he really was, um, I think he really was, you know, geared up, fired up as defense, was playing a good game. You know, yeah. they're, like I, I've said it multiple times, I think there's a lot of coaching opportunities in these first five games. And um, yeah, that, I mean, you got to throw it a little bit more deeper because we saw absolutely zero Jaden uh, Gibson. We saw absolutely zero Nick Anderson. That's we right. Saw z- absolutely zero Jaquez Petaway. And so um, I think know, it's it a is. lot of this too. Yeah. Not giving up much of the playbook. Yeah. But at the same time, like, give listen, up enough to go beat their ass is what you're getting at. <laughs> Here's the thing I don't know how much of that, listen, I don't know how much of that wasn't BV. When he went into the locker room at halftime, though, Coop, think about it. He, he kind of barked at that gal that was talking to him, saying, We need to go run the ball. We need to establish the run. So and he was barking at her about it. You know he was in there giving Levy shit about it. And oh, you fans, oh, you fans are some spoiled ass fans. And I'm counting myself in there because because (laughs) what what play what play was OU guaranteed to run from 15 to 19? Yeah. That that uh, that. (laughs) <laughs> freaking uh tackle guard you know c- combo everybody knew it was coming everybody knew it was coming so the whole yeah. like let's protect the game plan that's bullshit like stop it <laughs> it's that's like everybody knew that we were going to run that uh you know that that combo and we just ran it and just kept it cruising um right. i think it was it but you know i will who who was it uh hank yeah we won the damn game and we're all bitching about it um, we, you know, we won this game. This is a game that I don't think we win last year. Um, this Just is a game fair, that we, we're setting up what we're talking about here for you guys to say what you got to say, because there has been a lot of bitching about it. And it hadn't been coming from us from a, a lot of us creators. I didn't throw a fit about it the other night. There was times during the game. They're like, man, come on, man. But I also think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that, look, here's, here's where I'm at on this whole offensive thing. 
you can't have it both ways. You can't have it to where they work time off the clock or they go fast and score a lot. You cannot have it both ways. And there's a lot of times that we hear all this complimentary football bullshit, Mm -hmm. and that's not really what you're going to get with this offense. If that's what you wanted, you hired the wrong guy. But you've seen it it in certain games. I keep going back to, to me, I think one of the best games that he's called, one of the best games that we played where there was complimentary football is the loss to Florida State. Yep. You you saw it. My – my biggest thing, and, and I, I know every a lot of people have heard me say this, but I'll say it again, Jason, just for those who haven't. The problem for me wasn't necessarily the uh, uh, wasn't necessarily his method of what of how he wanted to go about it, even keeping it vanilla. That's not the problem. The problem is is that the formations, the tight formations, things like that. You haven't seen all that stuff. Maybe they're building building something, and that's fine. Where are the screens? Where are the jet sweeps? Where are some of the 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 more vanilla things that he does inside of the offense that you're used to seeing? Where are those? Because we just kept ta- attacking the middle. We didn't attack the edges. We didn't do any of that. And so my whole thing was that we didn't give any players any chance. You heard him talk about that in the presser. We didn't really get anybody out there in the open. We didn't really give those guys a chance. I mean, we just kept it very it, – it was just very close to the brim. And so my thing was, was that – when you see uh, Levy, you typically expect, okay, a couple of screens, a couple of jet sweeps, a couple of this, a couple of that. But you didn't see any of that stuff that we're used to. And to see him going out there with tight formations and then obviously we're used to the repetitive play calls whenever he feels that he has a, a, a matchup advantage or whenever the play is working. We're used to that. Okay. But when you're basically telegraphing those plays and everybody knows that and you see guys just creeping up against the line, they're loading the box and you're in a tight formation where you don't have that much blocking and you're 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 expecting, you know, extra blockers to be in there. You don't have no tight ends or anything like that on the field. It's just it just was very un- uncharacteristic to me of Levy. And so that that's wherever I that's where I fail to see, you know, all the good or any good in it except for the fact that hey we won and we don't win a game like that last year and that's a fact yeah. but i just that's felt that when we got close last year like that they come apart every yeah. time oh, they puckered they puckered well, yeah it's and it go ahead coach no yeah, i i was just gonna say guys i i'm gonna I probably won't like what i'm gonna say but I, i'm gonna give you a coach's perspective guys it was smu Okay, let's start there with that statement. Guys, I knew when we were playing somebody that we knew we were going to kick their ass. I put my team in the worst possible situations Mm -hmm. that we could have in order to see how we were going to react during the season to those situations because we knew we were going to kick their ass. So at the end of the day, I don't think we need to push the panic button. I don't think OU needs to push the panic button on he didn't run this, he didn't run that. Guys, I I don't know. I don't know that he wasn't that he wasn't trying to do exactly what he did. And 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 that's why you don't have BV in his ear saying because he knew the very same thing. And so again, I'm just saying. Cut them a little slack because sometimes you put them in those situations to see what you're going to have down the line. And, and coach, I, I think that, you know, and somebody bringing it up here, uh, Steve, it, 
if you if you guys don't listen to Damian Mackey uh, on his podcast, bro holds nothing back. Um, he he just drops it, and so you know I'll, I'll say it this way: uh, Milrow throws, I mean, stares down that outside receiver, mm-hmm. doesn't see the safe. Where does the safety line up in football? Typically, middle of the field, right? Exactly. And he's like, he must have just not seen him. <laughs> well, did he not see anybody else on the field too? Because dude was floating. He and right he there. had one assignment to step in. Well, well that, that's like the first. Take, no, yeah, go ahead. Go they, ahead. It would, it would be like with um, Texas, if Texas intercepts that ball, turns around, and they run three plays in 19 seconds and then kick a field goal, everybody been like, the hell? Like, But mm-hmm. again, it's Alabama-Texas versus SMU and OU. I think the offensive mm-hmm. line just absolutely was as mediocre as hell. Um, Savion Bird. Um, he yeah. didn't see the guy that was he was lined up across. Uh, apparently, um, Everett got to come in, played pretty well. But yeah, it, it, I I just really feel like it, it's the I think it's the lack of dynamic between the backs that we're playing and a, a mediocre ass performance by the offensive line. That's where I think that that game was left unsatisfying. Yeah, and you know something that uh, coach I didn't even think about that, and, the, and everybody in there saying the same thing that it does make a lot of sense that you put them in harm's way against teams that you feel like you should be able to beat. And look, as, as soon as it went to three points, what do they do? They go out there and they score two touchdowns immediately. You know, the and ones. The what, ones quarter, in, what quarter was that in? It took three minutes. Fourth what quarter? quarter was that in, Jason? Yeah, it was late in the fourth or, or okay. late in the third, right? Late in the third, it early was fourth. fourth. It was the it was the fourth quarter, but I'm making oh, a yeah, point. There was eight Dylan Gabriel, left, right? eight minutes left. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel might as well be a cardboard cutout last year in the fourth quarter because <laughs> I mean he he didn't do anything. All I, I think he had one touchdown, one entire touchdown in the fourth quarter last year. So yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. They said, "All right, let's go pound it. Let's duck. You know, let's end this game." And they sure. went down and they did it. So. Look, and I mean, you know, you got Jalil Farouk involved. People were asking why they weren't getting him involved. You need to have him involved in the game. Look, I think that I think that there is a lot to be said for you're trying to get as many looks from these guys as you can before you get into conference play. You know, and that's going to be it's going to be important. So to me, we're going to find out. We're going to find out what they got coming up. But I mean, look, you're not going to get the truest test until you get to Red River Week. Yeah, you know, I mean. I think that road game at Cincinnati, I'm going to be there for that. I hope that it's, you know, I hope it's not a great game. I hope they beat the shit out of them. But it is a test to see how they take it to the road. You know, this week. It's a higher level. It's it's a higher level test than SMU, no doubt. Sure. I See, I disagree. I disagree. I think Emory Jones. Do you really? Makes, I think Emory Jones makes Reese Plumlee look like, well, Arch Manning. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not. It's not right. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, no, I know, but oh, Emory Jones. You're talking about Stone Emory Jones. Uh, Emory Jones threw for like 125 yards against whatever whoever the hell they played this this past week. Yeah, he looked like a Heisman. They won. You know this. This is the third. Yeah, but 125. I mean, 125 yards passing. Um, and it's That's he's he's he is. What I mean, listen. With Richardson last year, he couldn't beat out Richardson. This is his third school. I just I, I think that SMU was the biggest test up until Texas. Um, right. I think Cincinnati is going to have a little bit of resistance on defense, but um, I just I just feel like Emory Jones is is uh, kind of how uh, what's his name from Iowa State who gambled his life away. So, um, but yeah, I mean, 
like that. I like that. That's, that's factual. Oh, <laughs> he gambled his life away on freaking, you know, $20 freaking games of. Damn, man. Oh, Decker catching strays out here, man. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. Those are not strays. Those are real spots. Did, did the you whole st- damn state of Iowa do the shit. Did you, did you see the uh, – there is a potential, like, Fox yes. Prime game in November, and it's – it's what is it, Iowa State versus Northwestern, or is it <laughs> Iowa versus Northwestern? And I'm just like the – that looks like the, you know uh, – what was the Adam Sandler movie? Uh, the longest yard. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just too pitiful a program. Just like, do you guys even want to do this? Let's, uh, let's, let's just go to Hooters. Sir. Come on, let's get out of here. There you go. There you and, go. And, uh, hey, Jason, you're right about this. Go ahead, coach. Hey, I, I was just going to say, you know, I, and I just want to touch back on the, on the levy deal and, you know, and, and again, the play calling, like we said, didn't look good, et cetera. But, but you know, levy, really put himself in a predicament that he didn't have to be in with Mm -hmm. having art down there on the field. And I get it. It's his father-in-law. You know, I I get all that, but, but he's also got to be smart enough to know. And so does art. I mean, first of all, if, if that's my son-in-law and I'm art browse, I stay the hell away. I'm I'm not going to put him in that situation. So, so, you know, and and I, you know, I know Art very well. We're friends, and but at the end of the day, look, I would tell him, "Look, Art, keep your ass away," because he has really put Lebby in a situation where the administration had to call him in and talk to him. BV called him in and talked to him, and and now if that play calling continues that way through the season, I guarantee you they're going to fire his ass. And 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 maybe if this hiccup wouldn't have happened, then he might be able to live through it. But but boy, he's hold really on, put himself. Hold on, hold on a minute. I don't want to really talk about this shit, but I'm gonna say if we're gonna talk about this, then I'm gonna say this right now. I don't buy that shit. I don't buy it that they talked to him and said that he can't be around. I don't buy it. It didn't get said until way later. There's no way Levy goes in there that defiant into that press conference if that had been a rule that got stuck to him whenever he got the job. I don't buy it. I don't think it was. him away from Ole Miss, and there's no damn way that that was part of the conversation. I, I, Jason, I don't think it was ever a part of the pre-conversation. The pre. No, that's what I, I think. I, I, I know, and, and I don't think it was any part of that conversation early on. I think the conversation came after, obviously, they started catching all the heat. Then they sat down Mike, and had the conversation. That's what I'm with. talking about. When you when, still, when this fake, ridiculous – No. See, I told you I didn't want to talk about this. But I'm saying that there was a lot of fake outrage going on on Twitter the other night. Sure, sure. And and listen, as much as I love OU, let's not act like we are a beacon for women's rights at Oklahoma. Yeah. Hey, Jason, I, look at Lone Wolf's comment. I don't here, – here's what I think. You, you, what you said about if Levy was your son-in-law, I think Art Bryles was trying to get himself seen as part of the OU program mm-hmm. so he could go back to work. I think that that is – I think that is it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any of the other stuff. But he came down with an OU shirt on 
And I, I, listen, I, I had a polo on earlier and I threw an OU shirt on so that folks could see me because my sister makes fun of me all the time. But because I just wear like white V-neck T-shirts. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, listen, guys, let's That's let's move on because I yeah, really I don't want to continue talking about Art Bryles. I really don't. But I, I'll tell you this, that this part right here, Parker is Parker did that shit on purpose, too. And and he's done some stuff like this before, and we know he has with with Peyton Bowen and some other stuff. And I think he does it for clicks and and to get shit stirred up. In the end, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And, the, and guys, we're not going to continue talking about this. This is not Moving what I, I, we we need to move on from that. Jason, let's, let's go from Jason. It. Yeah, go. can we talk about? And, and uh, you know, I want to hear your thoughts because I want to hear an outsider. Can we talk about the trajectory of um, Peyton Bowen? Because this this is the most elite defensive player that OU has had since who? I mean, the fact that it's a dead silent pause. Peyton Bowen? Yeah. I I mean, I just think uh, his trajectory is is amazing. The pass interference call was horseshit. Like, it just absolutely was horseshit mm-hmm. um, because, he, you know, if you listen to Damian Mackey um, there, he, he drops in some stuff. Um, Teddy and Gabe kind of talked about it a little bit. I heard uh, Ryan Broyles make a comment on it. He played like an abs- He played like a five-year NFL pro on that pass. He's a stud. He is a stud. Yeah, since Roy, Mike, that's what I was thinking too. It was, was like the most dynamic team. guy since Roy. And when people were throwing Too out Ed Reed Roy. and Sean, Ed, Ed Reed and Sean Taylor comps, you know, um, you know, that's that's silly. And because we're so desperate at defensive line, people kind of glaze over it. But I mean, there's a chance that <laughs> there's a chance that this dude is going to be special. You know what? What have you seen? Because I want to kind of hear. Hey man, he's special, but it's been two games, right? And so, um, only two. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but look here though. This this is the same thing that we said about Caleb Downs prior to the Texas game, right? You know, Caleb Caleb is is awesome. I think Peyton Bowen's gonna be amazing. I do. Um, but the same thing that we talked about last year with the Texas freshman, it's it's all got to be about the consistency. I think Peyton Bowen's gonna be one of those guys that's that's he's a three year guy. He's gone. He's gonna be a first round draft pick. He is that good. He was that good in high school. He was sick. He was filthy. He was nasty. Um, but like everybody says, when it comes to a true freshman on the field, just expect that that's going – who said it best? It was Joe Pop. Joe Pop said every every freshman that you have starting loss um, is one loss that you're going to have on the record, right? And so I'm not saying that that's going to happen to you guys, um, but y'all's defense wasn't the best defense last year. It's it's getting better this year. It's it's going to be better, but we got to see them play stripper competition. And I want to see Peyton Bowen against stripper competition. And I don't think that I don't think his first real competition is going to come until he goes to Texas. True. He will kick. He will kick their ass. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank they said about Caleb Downs. He's he, he's, he he hey, hey, but but he's not going to be biting on on a damn RPO the entire game. I mean. <laughs> Let's get real. Come, Come on, man. You had to go against. Hey, I, I'm just telling you guys. You. Here we go. Peyton Bowen. You know, I, I'm still Houston. crying. I cry every night 
when I go to bed <laughs> that we lost Peyton Bowen to OU. Because I'm telling you, if every you know, going back to the statement of every freshman on the field is a loss, I wish we had his ass at Notre Dame because I would take the loss. Hey, Coach, you didn't lose him to OU. You lost him to Oregon. Oregon <laughs> lost him to OU. Well, there you go. There you go. And there he goes. Yeah. Which hey, I think, which, which I think we all know that's bullshit. He was never going to Oregon. He was never going to Oregon. That was clear that that was all about telling his parents to back up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He, didn't, he, didn't give, he didn't give a duck. Don't ask Nick questions like that. He's not gonna. He's <laughs> no, not ever gonna give you a, a straight answer. He's gonna, he gonna tell yeah. you how great Kelvin uh, Kelvin Banks was, even though they were in max protect all last year and they, they were, were terrible on the run. I can put the numbers. He ain't gonna say nothing or, about the numbers either this year, as far as their run game being terrible or Hill. and not having Told me, you know, we were going to play nice with him whenever he came in here because he was nice to me last night on his show. Relax. Hey, hey, Nino, 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 if that's if that's the case, uh, which game are you guys losing because of Ant Hill? Ant Hill doesn't start. Ant Bond doesn't start. (laughs) (laughs) He played twenty two plays of the night. Where's where's your logic? See, see, yeah, he he had twenty two plays. You know, Texas logic. He didn't. He didn't have twenty. He, he played twenty-two out of seventy-something plays, you know. And in those twenty-two plays, they had him do what he's supposed to do. But he's not a guy that we are depending on down in and down out, you know. Special situations. Okay. Yeah. Really? Saying, yeah. Let's. Because hey, because because I, I know some Texas fans that would tell me, hey, we're glad we have him because Ford's been a bum for the last two plus years. But Ford's been a bum. I, yeah. Are you Ford's serious? Been a bum. Who's told you that from the Texas side? Oh, I could go down the list. Sid, so, hold on, I've, heard, so, hold on, so, I've heard Kieran talk about it in so, all his Twitter so, spaces. So I've heard some of the big guns. Ford being, a, being an All-American last year, should have won Big 12, you know, like, should have won the DPOY for the Big 12 last year, let's be honest. Numbers were better than Jack Campbell's last year. We're saying four is a bum as a all-American last I'm just, year. I'm just I don't saying. Know I'm just saying. Call Karen right now. I don't. I don't. I don't. Think I'm, just, I'm just. saying, Nick. <laughs> I, I. I. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan, Nick. I'm just. You're not a big, not fan. a big fan. All right. All, All right. right. How many times he picked off uh, your boy last year? Was his Davis Bevel? What's his name? Uh, whoever y'all had throwing the ball. That ain't nobody's year. boy here. That ain't nobody's boy here. Y'all team. Hey, hopefully he recovers. Hopefully he recovers, but that's nobody's boy here. Yeah, that is nobody's boy here. Not at all. You know, it would if we would have ran the fumble risky every single play with it would have worked. <laughs> Man, would have worked. It was. Bad. I take Dino. <laughs> they're I all over Kate. your ass, brother. Hey, they can be all over me 49-0. <laughs> we got a few more weeks. So I'm talking right. shit until I'm talking shit until hey, that's fine. Hey Nino, three and one hey, in Nino, the, last, I got the last three games. I mean the last Nino. four games with your three and one. Huh? Hey, here's the deal. And we yeah. all know this. This is a lot of fun, but proof's in the pudding. We'll find out in a few weeks. We're gonna find out in a few weeks. We will. We will. And I I would ask you when was the last time y'all won two in a row in that series? It's gonna start this year. We ain't worried about it. We ain't worried about it. All right. All right. All right. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I hope they do both show up. I know a lot of people are asking if we think they're going to both show up in the top 10. Uh, I think OU needs to go and blow some people out here in the next few weeks. You know, go handle business and we'll see. 
And, and then of course I Texas is gonna have to handle it too. Yeah, who, we gotta who, handle business too. We gotta handle business too. We can't have no um you can't no, yeah, and uh, look no off you can't go over there and, and beat Bama and then have a have a loss to somebody like to Baylor. Kansas or Baylor, Baylor, or Baylor, or Baylor Kansas. Yeah, yeah, I don't but 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 the history is they usually do. But yeah, that's, well, that's, it's, that's, the that's old history. Old, old history. history. We ain't beat that's Bama. every other year. That's every other year besides this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that no, was it's history because had, it nothing that happened was, yet. That was the Charlie Strong in the Tom Herman years, man. That was, uh, Hell, you can go Texas. down the list of coaches. That y'all y'all fire everybody's ass. We only fired two coaches, coach. I want to ask about <laughs> something real quick. You want to ask about something? And, and real then quick. you push the other ones out. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mac turn to go. Is Max time to go? It was his time to go. It was his time to go, man. Mac was he, he getting sure, old. He, he sure won a lot of games there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, had he's two, not doing, had two. Not doing not doing too bad at North Carolina either, is he? He don't got no pressure on him either. Sure don't. <laughs> I mean, don't got no pressure. That pressure. At the ice. end of the day, it's winning games, pressure or no pressure. And goals. Oh, yeah, he's been going to overtime with App State, though, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he don't got no pressure over there either. Hey, so let me ask you guys a question. What the hell's going on with the SEC? What the hell's going on with the SEC? Not just the Texas game. You start looking at LSU. These are, these are teams that are supposed to be competing. Now, obviously, Georgia hasn't played anybody yet. They're not probably going to play anybody until they get to that Tennessee game. But Tennessee <laughs> struggled. Tennessee struggled. Yeah. You know, well, the, you, you have, you know, obviously, Florida looks like trash. Garbage. But honestly, what's going on in this early part of the year? They're, these out-of-conference games are not going well for the SEC. What's up with that? Where do you think this is coming from? Nino, go ahead and tell us what you think. Oh, man, look, I'm going to make Chris happy when I say this about Tennessee because Chris has been screaming this for about two years now. Joe Milton? He said Joe Milton is not that guy. I'm not going to say he's that yet. That he, 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 he's looking like he's not that guy, Chris. It's <laughs> quarterback play. It's quarterback play. Listen, yeah. Jane Daniels, Jane Daniels got to sneak up on some folks, and now everybody had an offseason to look at film. Bama, we saw what they have. A&M, we know what they are. Um you know, Joe Milton, whatever. Um, no, but I mean, there's no yeah, great quarterback yeah. play in the SEC. Jackson I'll, Dart right now is like the leading quarterback in the SEC. I'll I'll put mm-hmm. it like this right here. Um, if you start with with LSU coming out of that game, I knew one of those teams was going to going to be the the disappointing team. I'm talking about Florida State and LSU, and the reason why I say that is simply off of tendencies that I see that they have. Florida real quickly, just to kind of my, my my problem with Florida is is that I, I like Keon Coleman. I think he's put himself in that category as arguably the best uh wide receiver in the nation right now, just off of two even with just these two games. The problem is with, with for me with Florida State is that a lot of their big yardage plays, a lot of their their big plays come off of broken 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 plays and just him extending the plays. I mean, that's that's just what Jordan Travis does. But if you go to LSU, you kind of saw this happening because even last year you still saw it a lot. They they had a lot of stalls. As good as Jaden Daniels is, is and and I know a lot of people want to crown neighbors yeah. as one of the top quarterbacks, I mean wide receivers in the nation, but what have they really done offensively? They don't necessarily have a running back that has emerged or is going, in my opinion, I don't think they have a, a running back that's going to emerge this year and be great for them. They're going to live off their defense and they're going to have to put drives together and, and score points. 
there there are a bunch of teams in the SEC, including Alabama, who cannot afford to play from behind. They have to play with the lead this year. It's dire for a bunch of these SEC teams that they play um, uh, uh, they play from ahead, not from uh, from behind. Because as good as some of their defenses are, I don't know if their if their offenses are good enough to compete with some of these high flying offenses, these, these offenses that can actually score and put up points when you have a, I think this, this for the lack of a better term, when you have a competent quarterback back there who can make all the, 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 the right reads and can make that and move the ball down the field. And I'm not talking about like Joe Milton, who's just, you know, looking for that one, that, that bomb down the field. I'm talking about somebody who can actually work the field and make the right reads when you're facing a company quarterback back there. I just, I just don't know if they have enough to, to, to keep you there. I mean, I feel like Georgia does. I feel like Georgia has the luxury of being able to turn it on and off because of some of the weapons they have offensively, especially with Bowers, but not a lot of teams in the sec can actually say this year, they can come in and afford to play uh, behind or, you know, keep a, a try to fit and go and finish off a team in the in the fourth quarter because I just don't think the offenses are going to be as as good as they have been in the past. Amen, brother. I'm with you all the I way. Agree. I agree. I mean, I, I agree. You had, I mean, you have some uh, all worldly quarterbacks um, the past couple of years in the mm-hmm. SEC. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's any gamer. I mean, as I look through this, I don't know if we have a gamer. Um, Good night, baby. That's, I guess, uh, going to be your question about Georgia is, is yeah. can this kid come in and be a gamer like what you had with Stetson Bennett? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Bennett He's was not trying Bennett to turn was, into one, for sure. That's true. You know? This you know is one happened. of those years, and it, it hasn't happened all that often, but just like when 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 OU went to the, the college football playoff, when um, and there was another year as of recent, but this is one of those few years that you can say, at least early on, the SEC is not as is not as 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 stout there, you know, holding holding that on to that position as the best conference. They're not as stout. I think that, you know, really the only the only the biggest X factor, if USC was to go to the go to the playoffs right now and they had to go through Bama and Georgia, the biggest X factor is <clears throat> what 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 defense are you gonna get from Grinch? You know, because, you know, Caleb's going to be able to put up points. But if their offense stalls for a while, are they going to be able to actually hang in there with a team or is the team just going to be physical and take advantage of this new clock rule and just run, run, you know, win the time of possession battle for real, for real. So it's just one of those things where it's kind of a wild card year this year. And I think that when you look at it, do you take the the winner of the SEC West or are you taking the field? And I think this is a year that – and I think that, you know, Nick, this is where I, I'll bring in Texas. I think Texas, what they were able to do at Bama makes you as an outside, as a fan outside of the SEC of any team, I think it gives you a bit more peace of mind about saying, I'm going to take the field over the winner of the SEC West. Or an SEC West uh, this year, yeah. either way. Really? He, he, here's Here's something crazy. So – in the oh, SEC, oh Ole, Ole Miss leads the SEC in scoring. Um, they put up 110 points. I'll Venmo you five bucks if you can tell me the number two team in scoring in the next five seconds in South the SEC. Carolina? No. No way. <laughs> it's got to be 
Tennessee? No. Vanderbilt. Oh, oh, but but they had three games. They played three games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've had three games. But Welcome still, like it, it's Jay from I'm gonna say this sports. Missouri. Missouri has tossed up 58 points in two games, and they're bringing up they're bringing up the rear here. Um, followed by Florida with 60 points. I mean, it's just they don't have the potent offenses and the, the defenses. I mean, it doesn't look like there's great defense being played either. I just I think that they lack a dynamic quarterback play. I mean, again, when you're saying Jackson Jackson Dart right now is having the you know best campaign in SEC quarterback, I mean that's that's saying a lot, and that's not saying a lot about Jackson. That's just not saying that's saying anything about the field. So. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is – it is more open. I think when we made our picks before the season started, um, you know, I think Coach, uh, you know, when we were going over it, that's why, I mean, one of the things I said is, like, listen, it's it's somewhat wide open, and it's going to happen again next year too because there's going to be a whole new crop of quarterbacks in the SEC next year too. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. I agree. I'm just uh, – man, look, I hate A&M. Uh, but you know, I had them winning that game, and uh, I'm I'm shocked that their defense gave up 48 points. If there was one thing that I was going to say, A&M was going to be able to hang their hat on this year, you know, even with the Bobby Petrino mess and you know Jimbo and who's going to call the plays, their defensive line is outstanding. They got pushed around, and their mm-hmm. secondary, Lord have mercy, they yeah. have like no cornerbacks, they have no cornerbacks. You know, we talked about this. This you go to Texas A and M. That's where five star defensive linemen go to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's been tradition, <laughs> right? Exactly, man. I just, yeah, I just pack don't the cash and go to die. It's, just, right. it's just a matter. It's you know, it's one thing to stack talent in the in like the skill positions, right? You know, Texas has done it for years. Never recruited the offensive defensive line, but stack skill. But it's it's like having a Ferrari with Walmart tires, right? We used to have all the skill position players you want and no beef on the interior. But Texas A&M has the beef on the interior, on the offense and the defensive side of the ball. But it's just like, what the hell is going on there? Especially on that defense side of the ball. As strong as they were last year. I mean, they were a strong defense last year. I mean, that was the only thing that kept them halfway in games, man. But, I mean, I tell you, man. Uh, I'm shocked by them. Um, let me see who else my shot by Auburn. Man, Auburn barely getting by this weekend. I mean, that was that was kind of alarming. Uh, hey Tennessee. Man. Yeah, you gotta remember. You gotta remember. Cal is a scolded like spouse. They're pissed. <laughs> they got left to dry. They got left to die. And if someone gave them a life preserver, and now they're and like, no, I'm coming see. after you. No, yeah. hey Jay, but I'm gonna tell you what else. I, look, man, <laughs> the damn Kentucky game. Kentucky what was it 27 to 14 against Eastern Kentucky or Western Kentucky? It was like one of those damn schools that's like you know Western, Northeastern, Kentucky, whatever. <laughs> All right, the school so of the blind. Like, it's like, how does that happen? And I'm high on Devin Leary. Like I like Devin Leary. Right? I'm like Devin Leary comes from you know NC State, has a hell of a year two years ago. Tears his peck last year. Comes to Kentucky, and I'm like, look, they're going to tear it up. They got great wide receivers. The line is finally starting to get there. I think Devin Leary has a has a long shot to be um, an all-SEC player if he plays this thing right. I mean, he he does have that kind of potential. And for them to put a 27 to 13 or 14 against Western Kentucky at home, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, come on, man. 
So yeah, I'm with you. There, there is no, and Chris knows I love this word. There are no transcendent quarterbacks in the SEC this year. <laughs> transcendent. Chris, 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 you on mute. You on mute, Chris. That's, there's not a single one. There <laughs> really isn't a single one. What? Yeah, what? Jay, ain't a, a transcendent quarterback in, uh, in, in SEC? SEC? Name them. Oh, I, that's what I'm asking you. Name them. There's not one. Not a single one. Okay. There's All good right. quarterbacks. There's no transcendent ones. There's a there's, there's levels. There's levels too. I'll remember that one. Thank you. Remember it. <laughs> Write it down. Take a picture. I said it for a reason. There is not a single transcending quarterback in SEC this year. There's really good ones, but there's it's no really one that goes in there and wins the game by themselves. There's not a yeah. single one this year. Now, one guy that I can say, if if Spencer Rattler run a different team, yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him being in South Carolina. You know, and why? I don't. I don't. He saw him at OU. <laughs> he saw him at OU. He got he got he pulled twice against y'all. I know, I know, but you know, look, not once. Of, yeah, twice. Twice. But there's a lot of pressure put on these kids, man, and I think he had to be humbled because we, you know, Spencer had a little bit of. He still ain't there. He's still not there, Nino. Yeah, I He's know, but humble. You know, he I mean, didn't but, have a little. I think. I think mentally, I think the game is slowed down. He he's looked pretty good these first two games. Even He's always been mentally down. slow. No, no, no. I think mentally the game is slowed down for him. He's <laughs> I hate you, Coop. Hey, Nino, you set yourself up for that, right? You open that door. Nick and I agree on this. Nick and I agree on this. Spencer Rattler with a better offensive line. It never made any sense going to South Carolina. It's one of those times where you say, kid, you say, son, I get it. You want to go play with your friends. That's fine. Done. But him with a with yeah. a better offensive line, damage. Nino, can you throw us yeah. another softball? <laughs> Nino, throw up another one. We need another one, boy. Oh no, let me see. <laughs> hey, uh, South Carolina does lead that. Sucks. They're trash. Trash. There it. Oof. Tennessee. We talked about Tennessee. Chris. Chris was trying to bait you in there, uh, Jay, about your boy Milton. <laughs> He can try all he wants. I never said that Milton was a transcendent quarterback. I just said I like him. I think he has a he's a, has right. a good arm. Pick one, and, Milton and, and he still right. also has to prove to me that that Heupel and Halsey has developed him to be better with touch, which he looks better with his touch now, but I need to see more still. I'm yeah. not going to say he's transcendent. I'm not dumb to say that. <laughs> I mean, Chris is the only one dumb enough to say that Spencer Rattler's transcendent. Yeah, I would I never see, say that, miss. Hey, I've seen Ever. Spencer Rattler win, win championships. I haven't seen Joe Milton uh, do wait, that wait, in wait, six you years. Didn't where? Spencer Rattler win shit. Uh, <laughs> Big championship? We, we're not considered? We're not talking about you. that? That wasn't We're not talking about that? We're not talking about that? Against the Ottawa? We're not talking about that? Okay. That was where I'm talking about. That we're not talking about him. He wasn't him that did it. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen him go out there. I'm just saying. I've seen some real sooner crime over here. <laughs> hey, no, he's uh, not a sooner, bro. He's not. He's yeah, not Marcus Russell White. Oh, I, I, will, I will say Spencer, I mean, so right now, South Carolina, 408 yards per game passing. They number one in the SEC. Auburn comes at the last at 148.5 yards per game. <laughs> Jesus. Freeze. That old Hugh Freeze project. Oh, Trouble. Man. Trouble down on the planes. Who else, man? Okay, LSU. I want to say something about LSU. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who's him? He is him. Are we? It is. It is always hard. <laughs> Sean, you know, I love your it. first you game of the season to come out against Florida State. You know what I'm saying? Like Florida State is one of the top teams in the nation. I do like they, KJ they get thrashed, boys. Yeah, I like KJ too. I do. 200, 205 yards per game passing KJ who, Jefferson. Who KJ? Yeah, but he also yeah. adds 150 on the ground. Yeah. How yeah, about Rocky? Really you know, is he stuff. fine now or what? Rocket, I think he's okay, isn't he? Or okay, is he yeah, out? You know, because he was day to day last week, right? Man, that's a hell of a backfield if he's healthy. Yeah, but I was surprised you know, you, man. I was surprised. And, and you know, guys, as we talk about the SEC and the quarterback issues there and so forth, I, I I just got two things to say about two two SEC teams. Number one, LSU. Everybody <laughs> thought they were going to be world beaters, uh, but they forgot. Brian Kelly's the head coach, uh, and 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 then number two, Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. Alabama's Alabama, but people have seemed to it slipped their mind that Tommy I'm Reese is the their offensive coordinator. Uh, guys, the, those two guys are, and I, I'm not saying Brian Kelly's not a good coach, but but I'm going to tell you what I don't think he's a good fit at LSU. His singing, his dancing, and his, you know, all, yeah, all that crap. And the fake accent. Yeah, the fake accent, the fake accent exactly. I'm and, from and Louisiana. That rubbed me the wrong way. Well, he needs to worry more about coaching football and recruiting football players than he does doing all that shit. And, and yeah. so, but that's the reason. I just don't think he's a good fit at LSU. I think he's a good football coach. I think his track record proves that. But again, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. As a Notre Dame fan, I'm glad his ass is gone, uh, and and I'm glad Tommy Reese is gone, uh, and I'm glad he took Buckner with him. Uh, but but at the end of the day, I, I think both of those schools have some some huge issues with coaching too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious that something ain't right there. But I like. I still think that these guys are going to do. Some stuff. I think if Arkansas can keep that backfield fairly healthy, they're going to have a chance. It. But I still think it's Alabama, guys. It just is in the West. Oh my God! With that know. line, did you see that? It's did you see go, that damn well, offensive hell, line? You just talked about LSU. What the hell are they going to do with them? <laughs> well, they're they're going to have a cluster. Uh, I won't say it, but they're going to have a cluster when they play each other. Hey. Hey, listen, when, like when Georgia too, plays too. Alabama for the first time ever, they're going to get caught speeding into the backfield all day long. They're going to be pissed off in here now. They're going to get destroyed. I, I'm just that that offensive line, it looked like I mean, I, I it just looked like somebody was playing a joke on us. It <laughs> Y'all give my Texas defense line some credit. Hey, no, listen, I, I, I do. I do. Hey, I, you I, take I, advantage I, I, of what's in front of you. No, no. Hey, look, I, I, hey, look, I said I, the same thing, though. You know, the same thing. I was not impressed with our offensive line against Middle Tennessee State. You know, and Jay can tell you that. Last week I said it loud and clear. I was like a 250-pound linebacker just knocked over a 365-pound uh, tackle. Uh, Ethan Burke's going to have a lot of fun on Saturday night. I mean, those I think I think those are like my exact words. So – yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But um, 
It's going to be interesting. I, I still think it's Bama. Uh, you know, it's, it's still Bama, bro. It's, it's still Bama. They're going to get things corrected. If something, if if Arkansas could somehow find a way to keep those two guys, but that's all they got. What else they got? Their defense isn't that yeah, good, right? I mean, so so let, let me say let, let me say this on Bama, and I actually recorded something earlier on it that'll go out tomorrow. But this is kind of my gist of things. I think it's hilarious that anybody actually think that Nick Saban one is done, two that they don't have talent. Y'all gotta remember they had ten, two, four, seven, five stars in their last cycle. They also have a ninety percent blue chip right on their roster. They're the highest in college football right now. Georgia was the highest the last two years. Bama is there. The problem is, is a lot of their players are really young, and once they click, it's over. And I think by the time they play actual competition, which I think will be Tennessee, second or the third Saturday in October, Arkansas. which I'll be at that game. Arkansas, that's going to be the first competition. Mm-hmm. Maybe Ole Miss, Jay. Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss. I have Miss. zero yeah. belief in Jackson Dart going against Nick Saban. <laughs> And as much as I like KJ Jefferson, Saban will be prepared for him. He he is meticulous like Bill Belichick. Arkansas doesn't have anything outside of KJ Jefferson. And I don't think KJ Jefferson can carry them to this victory. But that right. Tennessee game is going to be a test. And the reason why that Tennessee game is going to be a test for them is because they'll have a week off and then LSU's right afterwards. And so I think they're going to be watching LSU. They're going to be paying attention to LSU and Tennessee. They might sleep on, even though they lost that game to Tennessee last year. They're probably going to be amped up for that, but that LSU game is going to be on their mind. I think that that will be the first test because they may overlook Tennessee. I don't think Jay, they overlook those other games. Jay, how about this? I agree with one? that one too, Hank. How about this? Jim Lane probably does end up there. At Cal. Hey, uh, let me. Let, let, mm. I, I, I just, I, I just want to respond to something on Hank. Hank, you busted my balls tonight uh, about <laughs> Notre Dame. Uh, and and so I, I just want to say you, you, mentioned, you, you, you mentioned earlier that. There comes that Notre Dame arrogance. If you if you listen to me, I I hadn't said shit about Notre Dame. We're going to bring and, them up, and, next and, and 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 secondly, secondly, you said, but coach, before talking about quarterbacks, who will be the quarterback at Notre Dame next year? Number one, I don't give a shit at this point who's going to be the quarterback next year. Spencer Rattler. And and, and number two <laughs> is I haven't. The second thing is I haven't said a damn thing about quarterbacks. So you you misunderstand it. I haven't talked about whether quarterbacks Coach? are good or bad. No. Look at what you Other did, Hank. Buckner. Look at what you did. Other than Buckner, and he's I I, yeah. I wouldn't even call him a quarterback. Coach, are you behind? Are you behind on the show? Because he said that shit like forty five minutes ago. No, I, I've been li- I've been listening to y'all shit. <laughs> he's been holding. He's been he's been holding it in. Coach has been holding it in, waiting to let it go. Lord have mercy. Hey. If y'all hey. are not enjoying this, folks, why? I, I don't know who, what else we can do for you here. Only half of you folks have hit that like button that are in hey, here right now. Hit the damn thing. Take your shoes off before you come in this house. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Now, folks, let's talk a little bit about Notre Dame. Hey, this is a physical, physical football team. This is a real contender to the playoff, if you ask me. They're going to beat Clemson. I think they're going to beat the shit out of USC. They actually have a defense mm-hmm. and a quarterback. And that running game is real. They're going to out-physical those guys. It, I don't know that they get Ohio State, but I don't see how but, they – But let me say this, Jason. I, I'm glad you feel that way because not many pe- people oh, felt that way not. before the season. But but, but I, I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. We hadn't really played anybody yet, 
Last weekend oh, was shit. a little bit of a test. Uh, it, it was a little bit of a test last weekend. Yeah, but 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 we 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 got to I mean, get. Wasn't. You know, we, here we play another numb nut football team this this week. Uh, the Chippewas of the Chippewas, you know, oh, Michigan. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Don't y'all be disrespecting the Chippies. <laughs> it's the, not the Oklahoma Chippies. State they're playing. They're going to get beat and, by South Alabama, by and, the way. So I'm, I'm just saying we, I, I yet, I, I'm yet to say, you know what? I think we're going to win a national championship. Uh, now, do I, I see a little light at the end of the tunnel down there? Well, yeah, I, I do. I think Hartman, I mean, Hartman's numbers through, through his football career are incredible. And, and you can yeah. see him in the games. He makes, mm-hmm. The offense go, uh, right. but but to say we're going to be a national champion at this point, you know, hell, I, I'm not even sure. You know, what one of the rankings has is at number ten. I, I'm not even sure. I, I mean, I think that's screwed up. I don't think we played anybody enough to deserve a number ten ranking. So here's the thing uh, I feel about I, that. I think, you said before. I think, before this we're, game, I think we're pretty though, damn good. But here we go. That's one of those trap kind of games where you go to NC State and got to deal with them. And it's not yeah. easy. And then they had to, they had to start, and then they get lightning and, and all that other stuff. Yeah. So they, but they hey, went we out got there to eat a lot of damn hot dogs during that, the, that rain delay. Took them apart. <laughs> I mean, listen, NC State had a ten point victory over UConn in week one. I don't think that they're anything. Um, it, 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 it is. You need to. We need to see Ohio State before we really. And listen. I'm the one who says I think Sam Hartman's going to be a day two pick in the NFL draft. I, you know, I think he is a legit, um, he's a legit quarterback. Um, giving up 24 to NC State, you know, I'll, 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 I'll reserve my judgment on the defense. But between Estime and Hartman, they're going to be a competitive football team in every single game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Hey, look, I, I think, I think Notre Dame, man. Uh, they got two true testers this year, and it's uh, USC and and, and uh, you know OSU. Um, and Ohio State is does not look good either. They get, they a, not look they get good them both either. at home. Uh, yeah, they get you know, Duke, Duke at Duke too, though. Uh, we'll see. Duke Guys, we got a, we got a stretch. I'm not impressed with. I'm not but impressed we got a, a stretch that we could lose any uh, of. You know, once we play the Ohio State game, guys, we got a five game stretch that. You know, we're going to have to play well week in and week out. Yeah. We're not going to get to worry about those little trap games in between these other games, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's, and that's what I'm I saying. I like Notre Dame I, against Ohio State. I do. I like them. I I'm, I'm just not sold on well, Ohio State. Well, you know what? We we should have beat their ass last year, but like like yep. we talked about a million times, we didn't have a quarterback to throw to the, couldn't throw to feed the starving birds, and then he, <laughs> he goes and lays the ball like a damn – uh, I out game there. like that this past yeah. week, man. Shit. Wow. But now you guys got a quarterback, and Ohio State is yeah. trying to find one, right? And so that's what's crazy, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I think Almost I hope you like, like, look, man, I think you guys murder Ohio State. I'm not impressed with them this year, and they haven't had yeah. any competition yet. I think you guys tear their ass up. I'm not, I mean, Duke beat Clemson, but I'm not impressed with Clemson. Clemson, I'm, you know, no, they I'm, haven't been playing very well. I think you guys beat Duke. I think you beat Louisville. I think, honestly, just me talking, y'all season rests on the USC game October 14th. I think that's going to be the game. I think after that, you guys clean shop. You beat Pitt, you beat Clemson, you beat Wake Forest, and you beat Stanford. 
it's that USC game. Because I, I got a feeling y'all about to kill Ohio State. I'm not impressed with Ohio State. And hey, coming to y'all house, too. And y'all coming. What? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. What is Ohio USC State? Too. What do those quarterbacks look like without two top 10 receivers? Like two top My 10 boy, NFL draft you got picks. Marvin Harrison Jr. over there. You look like crap. You know, it was like, come on, man. Uh, and, and a five-star running back. Yes. Well, the funny thing is, is that no matter what you got, if you ain't got, um, if you ain't got a quarterback, yes, it's a wrap. That's ready. It's a wrap. And we've right. all learned that that that's that's been the rule of college football the last the few years. You can't can't have just a dominant defense anymore. Yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett proved that. Stetson Bennett got that confidence, and he went out there and showed Moxie the second season. The first season, the defense carried it. Second season, he showed yeah. that Moxie, and he started doing his own thing. You cannot win without without both. That's true. Exactly. Hey, hey Jay. Exactly, Jay. Who does JT Daniels play for next year? He, this is his last year. Legally, he can't play no more. Bullshit. I don't know. It is. It is. It is Unless he gets an injury waiver, he has to get hurt within the next two games. What about the COVID <laughs> that dude's year? Done. Is this year? He can't. This he can't. Is, like, is COVID year. It's COVID year. Because he's been in there, what, six years now? It's six, six, he's played six out. years, three different teams. <laughs> and played at J.T. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Hartman's played for 12 years. <laughs> yeah, Harmon's an AARP man. Ty already told us he got a life alert uh, nil deal, which is beautiful. It's right there in his shoulder pad. Had me in tears. I thought Nick was gonna pass out on on the live stream. <laughs> hey. come to get him. Ambulance is coming, baby. Oh my hey, Sam, god! So Sam cool. Hartman. Sam Hartman hosted Brandon Whedon on his recruiting visit. <laughs> that, my friends, is hilarious. Uh, that's an old man, man. It is indeed. Hey, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny that uh, actually, uh, Greyhouse was talking about that before the season started. He said, Shit, man, I was like eighth grade whenever he started school. <laughs> it's seventh or eighth grade or some shit like that. It's like, like you know? Garrett and Wilson now he's on touchdown passes to him. Yeah, I know. Uh, man, yeah. it's good to see Great House do well. Like, hey, guys, Great House is a, Great House is a uh, man child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he's like, a baller. He's a baller. How does he get out of Austin, bro? How does he get out of Austin, bro? Texas made him a priority, too. Um Texas had Jonah Wilson, yeah. Well, and if you had the choice, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, well, we know what I do. Uh, on, I, 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 <laughs> that door was open. He kind of got you there. We want to come back home and first piece of snow hit his ass. Thank you, Ken Chris, for coming in. Yeah, fair point. That's a fair one too, Nino. Chris <laughs> uh, gets over and boiled brisket. He can be want to come home every day. Subscribe to the Horns <laughs> Down podcast. I hope okay. we play Texas. That would be a great game. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. I actually think that would be a good one, especially yeah. with an old head quarterback that's um that that knows how to has seen a lot of defenses and can be focused. Yeah. Blocking may be a problem for Notre Dame, but I think that that overall, well, Notre what's Dame the what's the running back's up. name? Cool. What's Notre Dame's running Estimate. back? Estimate. Estimate. Well, which yeah, which, which one of fun. the five headed monsters do you want to, want me to talk about? Estimates fun. <laughs> Coach going in right now. Our, our <laughs> running back, room, our running back, our running back room's full, boys. Yeah, yeah, I got a fun running back room. I think it would be good as well. And as long as y'all are, are good at blocking, that would be a fun. That would be a fun game. I can't well, even argue that. Just, that would be a fun. I, game. I, I, I think a big thing is is we got to get our guards 
to to have better play because our our two tackles are are extremely good, but but it's our our two guards, and that's that was a question from the start of the season. I think it still remains that way. Yeah, I, I like I like their chances, man. I really do. I, I think that. The more that I watch them, I like their physicality, and you haven't mm-hmm. seen physicality like this out of a out of a Notre Dame team in a while, right? You just haven't, and 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 on both yeah. sides of the ball, yeah, man. Mike, drop that in there if you will, and uh, or you or you can go and find mine. It's just JW underscore HOF. Um, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> for sure, guys, it's uh, I'm excited about this. Let's talk a little bit about Mike Gundy real quick. We got to end it with by talking trash about Mike Gundy. Just <laughs> a I want to talk bad about Gundy. Don't you want to talk trash about Mike Gundy? I mean, I think it's come on now. What kind of sooner doesn't want to do do that? Come on. There, there's, there's less people on this chat on this video than there are quarterbacks playing in the game next week. That's fair. <laughs> that is a fair, a fair question. And here's it. He even said he didn't see it playing out. Before, by the time the Big Twelve season starts, they got <laughs> it's fun stuff. My playing God, three quarterbacks, playing three quarterbacks, and somehow he, I don't know what he's. What is he trying to do here? Well, I don't get it. I think he he's uh, to, doesn't know what he's going to do. To be honest, with this here's he's the trying. thing: he can't leverage <laughs> the chess, Tennessee job checkers. anymore. Yeah, he can't leverage the Tennessee job anymore. He no, he's, he's a sideshow character. I mean, you know that friend who we were like, wouldn't it be funny if you went up and asked for like a filet dick or something like that at the drive-through? And the friend's like, let's do it. And he goes and does it. That's Mike Gundy. I mean, all he is is a sideshow. It, it's so ridiculous, right? So ridiculous. And, and, it's crazy and, people, and they was... just they just lap that shit up in Oki Lightland, too. Yeah. Lap it up. Not everybody. Not everybody. There's Listen, my whole family, Oklahoma State fans, and none of them are happy right now. Well, the greatest amount of them are, but uh, I'll tell you. Who doesn't love Gundy's new look? Dyed hair and gray beard. Yeah, it's pretty cute, right? <laughs> he, I tell you, he he loved on me and Coach at, at Big Twelve Media Days, didn't he? <laughs> Mediocre, Mediocre Mike. Mike. <laughs> it's going to rule the Mediocre Big Twelve. He Mike. says that's the funny thing. I, I yeah. think that they're going to get further and further away from being worth the shit in Big Twelve because they're yeah. not going to play OU anymore. <laughs> I, I, the one yeah. thing you might get your edge with is playing Oklahoma. And they, they don't want nothing to do with it. I mean, I understand why he doesn't. I mean, three, he's three fifteen. I mean, he he's got all the. I mean, he's got all of the. Uh, he has zero risk of ever being fired. Um, and I answered my question. That's where JT Daniels is going to be next year. Is Oklahoma? <laughs> there it is. There it is. I'm surprised you won. He's going to find another year. That's funny. He's going to find get, another get year. 25%, 25% of the snaps with the other four. Hey, uh, Stephen G. Stephen G. I'm gonna answer your question real quick, Coach. Can you tell us why he hasn't selected a starting quarterback yet? Because he's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he's hey, and he don't want to throw his kid in there full time and get him beat up and, and blamed is what it is. I think on that side. It's I think today. I think Gunner's the best one. You think so? Yeah. Or I do. I do. Yeah. Hey, Earlier I don't tonight. I haven't watched enough Oklahoma State ball this year to Uh, nobody nobody has just enough to get a good chuckle in (laughs) hey earlier tonight my kid was trying to do homework and she was like I can't find a sharp enough pencil to write with 
And I looked at all three and none of them had more than three letters in it. That's what Gundy looks like when he's run, walking in that quarterback room. They don't have a sharp pencil <laughs> and you're just tossing and you can't run. And you've got somebody from like, you know, a junior high football team that leads your defense now. So that's crazy. It, I just, it's, it, it is. And I think that as soon as OU gets out, every single other team in the big 12 is going to over recruit his ass and they're going to have a hard time because it's uh there's the relevancy is going to disappear they're trash yeah I, look if you if you weren't having a hard enough time recruiting in oklahoma now you goes to the sec forget it that's gonna be a few teams though i mean they look at yeah. texas tech yeah you know pulling pulling michael hudson here the other night and like all right Bro. That's I mean, a real Joey's it, I think Joey's a good coach, man. He he is, he is, but um, you know, uh it, it's gonna be hard to you know to sell to these kids now that you know can at they least keep they him if, if, they, if he wins, can they keep him from yeah texting him? Yeah, they've yeah, got the yeah. money. Yeah, that's it. that's tech does thing. not have the money. No, they no. Do. stop. Yes, they do. Yes, oh, they that do. oil that oil money is uh, yes, oil money's do. kicking yeah. right now. You see the gas prices? That's yes, not an oil school, bro. That is they, not an oil school. Hey, the it's not an oil school. It's the it's the it's the alumni. The alumni yeah, has the money. Yeah, they got the That's bread. The, that that um, they don't have the same bread that AM has, man. Come oh, on. No. Oh no, 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 they got AM or Texas bread, but they got bread. No, but they got bread. Oh no, well, yeah. But come I don't on. think anybody got their bread. The, the, the bread's a little bread. bit stale, boys. The bread's a little, S- little S- stale. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> I think it's hard. <laughs> they got enough bread for two, maybe maybe two top tier guys, right? That yeah. that rumor, like a couple years ago, which wasn't a rumor about you know uh, Quinn maybe going to Texas Tech or Texas. Like he visited, like that was real. You know, like that that was real. They had the money. That, it's that a weird legitimacy, real. but it was legitimate. <laughs> that was real. But, but you know what, guys? Going back, and you know, I've watched Tech for, you know, since I live right here by them, and I, I've watched them for years and years. And you know, I, I know when the Pirate was there, they had some really good quarterbacks. Uh, that, I mean, uh, but had, I, I, I've slowly, players. I've slowly seen a decline in back play. Mm-hmm. There at Texas Tech, and you know, I, I what, what's the kid's name now? Slaw or what? Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, I, I don't think he's the guy. He's not it. He's a dude from Oregon, right? Chuck. The transfer okay. from Oregon. I, I don't think he's the guy. He's not. The guy. Uh, but 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 I but I really do. For them to be good, for them to be really good, I I they've got to have a decent quarterback. I mean, because they're not going to get the players that the rest of the schools get. Uh, and so they they need to have a good quarterback. I mean, everybody needs a good quarterback, but they especially you got, need one in my opinion. Well, and I mean, they've yeah. got what two, three elite eleven finalists coming right in behind him. I don't know why I, the guy that they got who what's his name that's the backup right now. Um, shit, I'm just it just escaped me. I'm gonna pull him up. Right they haven't they haven't played anybody. I was trying the to go backup, back. To he see. hadn't really got yeah. to play, but he he lit up Oki Light last year. I mean, he, until it. Got out, yeah. I think he got hurt too. But it, yeah. I, I think that he, I think that he looks. But Baron Morton is who it is. He's Morton, a good player. Yeah. He's a good player. And yeah. then that kid that they got that lit up Elite Eleven this year, that that they said Caleb Williams and and Michael Penix were like, damn. He just had like a 10, 12 touchdown game last week. 
Oh, yeah, that's the kid who, yeah, but it was in a loss, too. He had like 800 yards or something in a loss. Insane, right? 800 <laughs> freaking yards. Yeah. We were texting behind the scenes with me, Jay, and Ty about that. You know what's funny is Texas Tech hasn't had a decent quarterback since Mahomes left. That's crazy. Not one. Tech hasn't I mean, had, had one? Probably not. Because well, I don't think it shucks it, but I think that Barry Morton's pretty good, and then that kid that's coming in behind him is going to be pretty good, too. I just don't know that I believe in that in that offensive coordinator so much, and I know they love him out there, but he keeps getting these guys hurt. There's something about the way they're doing protection or something, and Joey is a freaking defensive coach. They're actually playing a lot better defense than they normally do. Hell, they had a guy in the top ten of the draft last year. It is true, and their defense has been pretty stout this year, to be it's honest. It's been a lot better, but but again – do, do you guys yeah. do you guys know who the uh, leading quarterback for Texas Tech was in 2018? Who? Alan Bowman. Yeah, Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> five years yeah. ago. Again, we just talked about that guy. Sucks. Wow. Five <laughs> he years can't ago. even be. He can't win the job from Gunner Gundy. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, I don't get it's, it. it's just bad. It's technically, back to, technically, technically, Mike is sleeping with one of the quarterbacks' moms anyway. So. It kind of makes it that's, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you think about it, yeah, we think about it. One of the one of those quarterbacks' mama's getting banged by Gundy, so it, it's kind of that's, that's a tough conversation to have. Yeah, I would say something, I'm just not gonna say it. Yo. <laughs> Tell me my baby's starting tomorrow. Yeah, he's starting, baby. Oh he's starting. God. If he wants to go back to that location. I love it. Damn, Jay. That was and, hard, and, and, brother. And, and, I mean, I like it. I like Am it. I wrong? You ain't Please lying. tell me I'm wrong. You like, yeah, me probably like, what I don't hell? know, man. I don't know if maybe he can't get it up no more because he ain't getting it up for his team. So I don't know. I'm now just saying. Really, hey. now we have gone off the ledge here, folks. We have really gone off the ledge here. We're talking shit. Like on another level, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and and Hank Donovan Smith threw for twelve touchdowns and eight interceptions. Yeah, I, I, I will question your did the damn thing perspective. Fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, where's he at now? He's at U of H, right? Yeah, I think so. They're doing well. I think yeah, so. Donovan Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and they yeah, lost, they lost a rice. They lost <laughs> Lost the three last week. He got tore by Rice. What? The fighting <laughs> JT Daniels. He did the damn thing. Uh, JT Daniels, future future starting quarterback, Oklahoma State, 2027. <laughs> His presidential campaign. JT Daniels is the is, is he's running for, he's running for office. <laughs> oh. He's after Texas. Uh, wasn't it Chuck that beat Texas? No, no, that was Donovan Smith. It was Donovan. Okay, yeah, was well, Donovan. he's definitely the best athlete that they had there. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. a better athlete, no doubt. But didn't they but, beat OU last year too? At the same time, Chuck got him. Shuck oh, Chuck, Chuck. Okay, that's right. Damn, yeah. we done got tore by some, by some, by some, some garbage. Bro. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna dog, tell you. Dog. bro. I've still, I've, I've seen that field goal since then. It went through. My, my only defense, my only defense is, hey man, we had a backup in. 
Yeah, that's a card play. It is what it is. He's in Purdue getting his ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it is what it is. It wouldn't matter. Oh anyway. man, y'all are hilarious. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, looks like we're but man, folks. I really appreciate everybody coming in. Nino, we've enjoyed having you on the show, man. You're it's always fun. Yeah, man. brother. It's fun. Out, man. It's always it was fun. a lot of fun. All right. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna go ahead and uh, and get out of here on this one. Go around the around the table and let everybody know where you're uh, where they can find you. Start off with you there, Jay. Oh yeah, you know, last one in, first one on the on stage. Uh, you can find me on Fair Sports. Search for me on YouTube. You know, um, I ain't got a toothbrush here yet, but for the most part, I do have a cot in the back. So this is my other home anyway. So y'all know where to find me. I know everybody in the chat anyway. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you know, Coop's right there with them. Hey, Coop, you about to start doing your own videos and stuff on there too, huh? Let's start pumping them out. Um. Yeah, I can't go within 500 yards of a school or be trusted to do my own videos. Um, no, yeah, uh, no, I've started. I've started doing a little bit. We've been doing it members only, uh, taking a look at <laughs> PWOs. That's my brother. Sorry, I was uh, reading something. I got a brother and, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we've we've got some. You know, I've been been doing more in the uh, the guest list. Uh, I think we got Nigel tomorrow night. So uh, if you want to want to hop on, we're going to have Nigel yes. Smith, and and then we have a special visitor on Wednesday next week, and that's where I'll leave it there. Mm. Tell him, Shotty. Tell him. Tell him. Well, what do you say, Texas? <laughs> Hopefully, I know. This is Shotty, man. Say. He's a former UGA uh, receiver. Yeah, uh, he's on the he's on the uh, protect the hedges podcast, and he's got another one too. That hey man, these guys are fun. Uh, Coach I and them, have you seen them on uh, Fanatic Sports Network? Uh, good, good dude, man. He's he's busting your chops for sure. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this. Don't talk. Hey, the good talk thing best. is y'all see we each other talk. next season, so what? we can really have we conversation. Yeah, we gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah, Shawty Parker, man, that's our boy. If you drop it, find you there, Nino, so he can come look for your page, man. Yeah, man, go to YouTube and it says, Yeah, so my YouTube is Nino's Corner Sports, Twitter's just Nino's Corner. Uh, Wednesday nights, me, Jay, Ty, Steven, Chris with a K, SEC Connect. Um, every Wednesday at seven o'clock at night, so tune in, man. And then, um, Fridays, man, me, Jay, Ty, and Steven do Bleacher Report, um, where we'd have a college football round table. Catch us there, man. We have a lot of fun. We talk a lot of shit, and um, it's just fun, man. It's just fun, man. I and I tell you what, I wanted to tell you all you all you guys again, man. And uh, Jay, you bounced out of here on the last show before I got to say it. Yeah, my but, bad. Uh, congratulations to you guys on that. That's big and uh, well deserved, by the way. You know, awesome stuff. Um, you know, Appreciate we all it. hope to be like you guys someday. <laughs> it's the starting point, man. We gonna Appreciate we gonna all move up to the top from that. That that's 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 gonna get our uh, get us pushed up. And then pull everybody up with us. Yeah, exactly, right, baby. But no, for real. Props to you guys. Uh, you you work hard. You guys are as hard harder workers as anybody I see on YouTube. Much appreciation for that, and glad to glad to be able to have you guys on our show, Coach. What do we always say? We have the best creators on this show right here. Uh, we bring them. No doubt, my brother. No doubt. And uh, Coach, where are we gonna find you? You can find my ass down at the corner bar. Uh, drinking, <laughs> drinking some at cold the corner beer. market. That's yeah, right. Down baby. at the bar, he said. Down at the uh, bar. 
looking, 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 look, looking for Gundy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> hey, and there's Coach R right there. Coach R, welcome to the show. You're just catching us on the way out. But uh, but uh, thanks for coming in anyway. And, hey, again, we'll see you guys. Thanks a lot, everybody, for coming in. It would not be the channel that it is without all you folks that are in here today. All you folks that came over from Nino's show, we appreciate that. Hope that you hit that subscriber button on your way out. We're uh, approaching 2,500, man. We're, we're hoping to get a little further up sooner than later. So, uh, again, oh, come on, yeah, man. we got to throw him down, man. We got we, we to right. give him the right love well, since he came we, in. We, we, right. we got to throw it down. We got to throw it down. All, all, right, right, down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, we will see you all, guys. Hey, thank you so much for coming in again, and uh, we will see you on the next one.